And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I'm at him at the launch, you man. Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> guys! 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 Fellas, think we could listen to the radio or something? Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the astonishing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a Christmas episode well calculated to keep you in suspense from 1955. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous, the music edition. Lisa will play clips from popular Elvis Christmas songs, and I'll provide a guess to her statement about each song. Right, Lisa? It's something like that. Yeah. It came out a little confusing, but I'll go oh, with that. I'm tired. I know. I could tell. I didn't get an answer. So um, this is the um, Elvis Christmas song edition. Yeah. So I'm going to play you an Elvis Christmas song, and then I've got a statement about it. Thank we'll you. see if you can get Thank it right. Thank you very, Thank you very much. much. And if you get them all right, I'm going to give you a pizza. Yeah. If you get them all wrong, uh, you're, you're gonna buy fresh me a pizza. out of luck. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a pizza. Man. No matter what, I'm going to buy you a pizza. Uh, you know, the and last, Mike wins either way. Mike, so. the last few weeks, I've gotten three out of four. That but, is right. Gosh, I don't know, man. Mm, that's rough. Well, uh, let's start with the first song. All right. Blue. See, if you ever wanted to hear Carl sing, it's going to be an album. Without you. Blue. Is that singing? Thank you. <laughs> so this is Blue Christmas. This is Elvis, released in 1964. Yeah. Okay. Here's I was stage. one. 64. I was one. You were probably a cute little baby. Uh, you know, a little chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. A little chunky. Nothing's changed. You were born chunky. I was a little kind of round. I was kind of a little chunky kid. <laughs> and then That's I got, why he likes chunky. Yeah. That's why. And then I got skinny when I was like 10, 11, 12. I was like skinny. Like I used to drink weight on. This was really? a product. This was a product. Weight on. Weight on. Because wow. I was in, you know, was when I was in high school playing baseball and everything. I wanted You're to active. put muscle on. Yeah. So I used to drink weight uh, on. Did it work? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Too bad. That doesn't work for <laughs> it you now. Continued to work. <laughs> right. It continued to work. Right. All right. Here's your statement. All right. This song was covered by Cheryl Crow. Real or ridiculous? I would say that that's ridiculous. Okay, let's listen. Let's see who it is. That's Shell Crow. Come on. It is. It is? It is. So I, I don't get a pizza? I uh, know, but maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this man. This is Shell Crow. Sorry. I got a root for Lisa now. All right. <laughs> Mike's uh, kind of changes depending man. on the wind. All right. <laughs> Bummerinsky. All right, so far so good. Let's go to the next uh, Elvis tune. Oh, 
What's this song? This is Santa Claus is Back in Town, written in 1957, but first recorded that year by Elvis Presley. I wasn't even uh, a a glint in my daddy's eye in 1957. Back in town. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Elvis recorded a duet of this song with Anne Murray. Real or ridiculous? Ridiculous. Let's listen, see who it is. Winona Chad. Ah. <laughs> so you got it right. All right. All no right. pizza. One for one, but no Man, pizza. No pizza this week. No, no. All right, it's been a while. Off. Pressure's, Pressure's off. off. Okay. Woo. Now you can just have Woo. some fun because, I mean, you wouldn't want to buy I'll me a pizza. I'll probably get the other two wrong. Probably. All right. Here's the next song. I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Recorded in 1943 by Bing Crosby. You but Elvis recorded it in 57. Can count on me. I didn't hear a word you said. Sorry. Okay. I was so Fine. into it. You don't usually song. listen. So I was like into the song. I'm used to it. I didn't hear a word. I saw your mouth going like, uh, but I couldn't. I, I didn't I'm hear a word you said. I'm not going to repeat it for you. Yeah. So here's your statement. All right, statement. That's all you need to know. Okay. This song was covered by Tony Bennett. Real or ridiculous? That's real. Let's listen. That's real. I'll be home for Christmas. That is definitely Tony Bennett. You, his style. you can count on me. I gotta get a record deal out of this show. Please have snow and mistletoe. Presents on the tree. tree. Hey. All right. So All right. You got that one right. Here's the last one. Not bad. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane. Snow is listening. Snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. I'm happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. So, Winter Wonderland, written yeah. in 1934, was on uh, Elvis's 1994 album, If Every Day Was Like Christmas. Here's your statement. This song was covered by Jason Mraz. He's on Dancing with the Stars right now. He came in second, in case you wanted to know. It's real. It's real? Let's mm-hmm. listen. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? That's Jason Mraz. See, I got three right again, Mike. did. Snow is glistening. A beautiful but. sight. We're happy tonight. Walking, Walking in, in a winter, winter wonderland. wonderland. So I got three again, Mike. You did. Yeah, you, we said we heard you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everyone out there. We all know you got we three got out of four. I just want everyone to know I got three out of four. Good job, Carl. I'll pat you on the back. Three out of four. Good job. You know, if, I, if my arm, if I didn't have arthritis... <laughs> In my shoulder, I would pat myself on the back. I'll do it for you, Carl. All right, thank you. All right, good job. Um, but right. not quite good Gosh. enough. Darn, 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 as Herman Munster would say. <laughs> All right, thanks, Lisa Wolf sure. and Mike Bubblebath Costello. When we come back, it's a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. A Christmas episode from 1955. Stick around. Stick around. 
More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. This is Hollywood 360 broadcasting to nearly... 200 radio stations coast to coast plus we're heard all over the globe on american forces radio and uh thank you thank you thank you for tuning us in listening to us each and every week hopefully you uh your station carries more than a few hours because we're on the air five hours we are here every saturday night out of our flagship station wind in the chicagoland area and uh lisa mike and i are here doing the show five full hours for our affiliates, but not all of them carry the full five hours. So we do have a podcast. You can sign up for it and get the show sent right to your email. Just go to our website, Hollywood360radio.com, Hollywood360radio.com, and we will, um, all the information's there. Or you can call us tonight. We're here a couple more hours. You can call us and sign up. Get the Lifetime Podcast. That's the best one because you get a coffee mug. You never pay again. It's a one-time fee, $100, and you get it every week, 52 weeks a year for the life of this show. And a, a coffee mug, too. Yeah, I think you mentioned and that. And our, our faces are on there, Lisa. Yes, they are. Yours is Twice, uh, definitely has a filter or something going on. Uh, yours is definitely edited or something is going on. <laughs> Okay, big shot. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we've got our pictures on there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great coffee mug. It is. I use it every morning. Um, 815-900-7535. That's the number to call us. Talk to Lisa and I. We'll sign you up to the podcast. 815-900-7535. But right now it's time for Suspense. This was, uh, I think, the best show on radio. I, I mean, I love Boston Blackie. But uh, Suspense was on nearly 20 years, almost 1,000 broadcasts, Lisa, 1,000. And it did make a transition to television in 1949. This is a Christmas episode from 1955, December 13th to be exact. It's called A Present for Benny, and it stars Jack Crucian. Here's part one of Suspense. And now, tonight's presentation of radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Tonight, we bring you a story of Christmas shopping and a present that went astray. We call it A Present for Benny. 
So now, starring Jack Crucian, here is tonight's suspense play, A Present for Benny. Got a gorgeous ermine on sale at Halgrim's. Just gorgeous, look. Later, later. Give me the rest of the mail. Mm. And not the bills. Sure, baby doll. Oh, honey pot, it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like the stuff you got in that big job last month. Something wrong, lover? Shut up. Are you calling me, boss? Who'll call you? You want to get thrown out the window? He's all upset, Swifty, on account of a letter. Sure, I'm upset. Yeah, you listen to this. Dear Ricky, I'm sending you this letter like kind of a Xmas greeting. I got a holiday feeling in me, so I'm going to give you the news straight. Me and my boys is the ones who hijacked that load of furs from you last month. Because you were a dirty, no-good fake... I'm stating to you that there ain't no room for the two of us in this town. So me and the boys is moving you out. You were a big chiseler, and if you don't drop dead when you read this, me and the boys will pump you full of lead next time we see you. Yours truly, and a merry Xmas, Machine Gun Benny. He's a dirty rat. Baby, honey, you could give it to me for Christmas. It's only two G's, and it's just gorgeous. But will you shut your trap? I got enough trouble... Boss, boss, what are you going to do? What do you think? What do you think? Go call the boys. Sure. No. Oh, wait a minute. We got to do this careful. We don't want no open war, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, boss. Just a couple of us. See? Two good heads and you and me. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's the best. Uh-huh. Artie the Grunt... Yeah, yeah, Artie. And uh, No-Nose Firebush, that's it, just them. Artie the Grunt and No-Nose Firebush. Okay, Rick. That small-time thing sure there's room for only one of us, and he's going to find out which one it is. You tell him, honey lamb. Didn't I tell you to make me a drink? No. You calling me a liar? Honey lamb, I ain't calling you a liar. You never told me to make you a drink, did he, Swifty? I told you to make me a drink a minute ago. I got ears. You never I'm told me... I'm telling you again, go make me a drink. Okay, okay. Big thing. Big... Giving orders like a general or something. And don't get so smart! Dumb dame. Okay, Swifty. You get the boys over here. We gotta have us a conference. <laughs> Now, the way I see it, it's Machine Gun Benny or me, see? And it's gonna be me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sure, boy. He wants trouble. He found the right party. You want, uh, you want we should go over and rub him out, boss? What's the matter with you, no-nose? He may be stupid, but he ain't dumb. Yeah, that's what he figures. We'll go gunning on him. That's what he figures, see? Yeah. So we ain't gonna. We're gonna play it smart. Artie. Hmm? You got any ideas? Uh, I uh... No nose? Well, cheap, boss, you don't want to use no choppers. Gee, 
How about a good old ride? Dope. How are you going to get at him for a ride? What a dope. Honey, love. What? What? Look, don't bother me, I've will you? I've got just a present I'm going to buy you. Good, good. That's good. Now, shut up, boss. I got a thought. Maybe we could send this bum a bomb, maybe, huh? You can't send no bomb through the mail. You know that. It's against the law. Ain't you guys got any... Whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah? I got something. What, boss? How's about we could send him a little present, huh? What do you want you should send him a present for? A uh, Xmas present. See, all wrapped up with paper and ribbon and everything. Nice box about, oh, about this big and this wide. And when he opens it, boom. But, boss, you just said we couldn't Not send him... Not through the mail. From the store. From... Hey, Mill. Mill, what's the name of that store you always buy in that? Halgrim's. Oh. Hey, you're gonna buy me that iron? Go make me a drink. Make for the boys, too. Oh, gee whiz. Okay. Algrams, yeah, that's a place. Real high class. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Benny. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boss, you figure he'll fall for this, you figure? Sure, he would. We get the store to deliver it. How's he gonna suspect? Well, how are we going to get him to deliver it, boss? No, we don't worry about now. It gets delivered. Artie. Mm-hmm. You got to make us for a bomb. Sure. The old-fashioned kind. You know, a lot of broken glass and nails. What do he say? Yeah, yeah, he says he can make it. Oh, okay, now you take care of that, and I want it day after tomorrow. All right, all right. And you make it a ticker, see, but don't set nothing until we're ready. Yeah, yeah, Rick, I got to hand it to you. You're a genius. Yeah. You are a genius. Boys, ain't he a genius? Yeah, yeah. genius, genius. He's got yeah. the Christmas spirit, too. It's better to give than to receive. <laughs> okay, okay, now shut up. We gotta figure out a plan for the store to deliver it. Yeah, we gotta figure. coming to bed. No, I ain't coming to bed. But it's 2 o'clock a.m. I'm tired. Go make some coffee. Honey. Sandwiches, too. I'm hungry. Why don't you finish thinking tomorrow so I can get some sleep? Don't you never think about nothing else but sleeping? Sure. I've been thinking all day about that ermine and Halgrims I was telling you of. Baby, oh, baby. I love you, baby. I love you. I love you, too, honey lamb. So why don't we just... Hey, hey, snap out of it, boys. Come on, wake up. Swift it. Hey, wake up. Fellas, I got it. What? 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 Mill is going to get an ermine from Halgrim's. Oh, baby doll. lover. Will you get your claws off of me and make some coffee? Now, listen, boys. Here's how we do it. Just simply gorgeous. Feel the pelt, sir. Notice the sheen. Uh, I felt that I seen it. Two Jesus, too much. I'll give you 1500 Oh, I'm sorry, sir. It's been marked down from 32 We positively cannot sell it for under 2000 Now, uh, we have a nice mink for 1500 Oh, Ricky, honey, don't be chintzy. It's Christmas. Will you shut your mouth and go buy your old lady something? I'll see you at the house. Ain't you going to buy it? It's so gorgeous. For $1,500, i will buy it. For two, I ain't interested. Now, beat it. Oh, gee... Okay. 
but don't go buying me no lousy mink. You know, it gives me the hives. <laughs> She'll never die. Okay, wrap it up. You'll, you'll take the ermine, sir? Sure, I'm taking. I want to surprise her. Here. One, two Gs. Oh, oh yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, would you like it wrapped as a gift for the uh, lady? Yeah, I want it in a box with lots of ribbon and Xmas junk all over, you know. And I want you should give me another box the same size, see? Ribbons and everything. It's going to be kind of an Xmas joke on a pal. <laughs> you get what I mean? <laughs> Empty box, you know? <laughs> oh, and uh, give me a couple of cards to write on. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, will you have them sent? No, I'll take them both with me. Well, it'll just take a few minutes, sir. So I'll wait. Hey, Artie. When you got the timer set for it to go off? What'd he say? He says he got it set for 23 hours. It'll go off at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, what happens if uh, he opens it before? What'd he say? He says it'll, it'll go off anyway. Oh, oh, that's good. Nice work, Artie. Nice work. Uh, <laughs> hey, I bet you he opens it. Don't worry. I bet he ain't got no patience. For instance, he gets a big tree beginning of December. All the trimmings, his pals around him, a couple of cases, an old stag. Uh, Christmas presents mean something to a guy like that. It is going to this year, that is for sure. Okay, here, here. All right, now, you carry it, Swifty, and I'll take the airman home. All right, sure, boss. Yeah, I got it. Now, you know what you got to do. I am to take the bomb back to the store. There, I'm going to find a guy what sold you the ermine. Yeah, the Mr. Minchie. Minchie? Yeah. Then I give him the bomb and I tell him uh, that he's to send it on to Benny. And you tell him it's the gag that I was talking about and you give him a C-note for doing you the favor, right? I got it. Okay. Artie, uh, when you get through cleaning up, come over to my place. We'll play some poker tonight, okay? Yeah. Uh, see you, Artie. <laughs> uh, he's a good boy, that Artie. You know, I'm going to get him one of them new 45s for Xmas. Hey, that'd be nice, boss. He sure yeah. likes them. Me, I like a 38 better. It don't make as big a hole, but it don't weigh you down so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Here, will you hold my box a minute? I want to get a cigarette. Right. Yeah, sure, boss. Boss, look out! It's Benny! Get out! Oh, this is just a great show. I love these characters, right? These these uh, gangster guys, you know. But they're they're it's like a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's really like a comedy drama, you know. They're uh, very funny. Great episode called "A Present for Benny," and that present is a bomb. They're sending it to him, uh, December thirteenth, nineteen fifty five. You really. I don't think I've ever heard a suspense broadcast that I didn't think was really good. Mm. They just knew how to do radio drama, keep you glued, you know? Great actors, great writing, full orchestra, terrific episode uh, suspense. We'll get back to it in just a few moments, so stay with us. I'm still there. Oh! 
If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co host in total you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month become a classic radio club member at classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator log on to classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 that's 815-900-7535 and now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360, that's for sure. And this as, is Carl Amari, that's for sure. As Adam West there would say. And you know, um, that is Adam West uh, that is doing the opening and closings and the ins and outs on our show. That is the one and only Adam West who played Batman in the 1960s uh, TV series. He and I were good pals. He is no longer with us, um, but... Um, it's just uh, a warm and fuzzy reminder of our friendship, and he was so kind to do that for me, to do the announcing. When I was starting this show 16 years ago, and I was telling him about it, I said, I'd love you to do like a segment or something on there, you know, maybe Batman Presents or something. You know, we were talking about it, and I remember we were um, we were at La Scala in, uh, in California at a restaurant that he loved to go to, and and we were talking about it, and I said, uh, yeah, do some, you know, you'll call in. You don't have to come to Chicago. Just call in and do some kind of clip. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I could do that, you know. <laughs> I don't like you that much. You might much. be asking for too much, like as usual. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you, Carl, that much. But I said, well, how about just doing the opening and closings and the yeah. liners? He's like, yeah, I'll do that on the end of one of my Family Guy recordings. Because he, at that time, was uh, in the studio a lot with Seth MacFarlane doing the family guy with uh, the whole cast, you know, because he was yeah. Mayor West. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever I watch Family Guy, you know, I watch, you know, just hear him as Mayor West is so great. And I always watch the Batman, you know, shows whenever they're on. I never, if I'm flipping through yeah. and there's a Batman, yeah. I just stay on it and watch it. But he was like, yeah, I'll do that for you. And like two weeks later, I get a DAT tape sent to me. You know, they don't really, nobody has DAT tapes anymore, but I got a DAT tape of him and all his ins and outs. And the and so we keep that on the show because he and I were, were good buds. Um, and, and then we've had um, Burt Ward on the show. Yes, yeah. Robin. Trying to think if we've had any other villains, any other Batman villains on the show. I should no, try to I get don't some think more. So. There's still some some villains around. Oh, there I'm sure I'm some... sitting next to one right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. We well, were talking about the Brady Bunch. Yeah, and, Brady Bunch um, was great. Having some of them. Possibly yeah, for we can we can get some got... of the Brady Bunch. Julie Newmar is still alive. She's around. I'm trying to think. I mean, a lot of them are no, I know. passed away now. Well, I mean, the show was on in the uh, in the early, well, it was on 66, yeah. started in 66, and they were all in their 30s and things. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah. Yeah, people are yeah, yeah, getting older. Getting older sure. So, uh, But anyway, that is Adam West that does the open and closing of uh, each hour, uh, the great Adam West. 
hope you um, have recognized him. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you're just finding that out now, of course. Anyway, we're listening to Suspense, a present for Benny. This stars Jack Crucian. Now, Jack Crucian, Lisa, you may not know his name. You would definitely know his face. If you saw a picture of Jack Crucian, he was actually nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his role as Dr. Dreyfus in the 1960 comedy drama The Apartment, very famous movie, The mm-hmm. Apartment. He, yeah, was nominated for an Academy Award. He did a lot of uh, radio, tons and tons of radio, Jack Crucian. But, uh, yeah, maybe uh, look him up, folks. You'll, you'll recognize his face. He's the star of this episode, A Present for Benny. Here's the conclusion to Suspense. <laughs> You are listening to A Present for Benny. Tonight's presentation in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. (sighs) Boss, that was close. Oh, that's no good, dirty, no good. Uh, Benny, he was not kidding about his kidding. And me, I wasn't kidding about getting him. I wait five minutes, and you take the bomb down the store, like I said. Uh, boss? Uh, Which one of you got? Uh, you got the bomb or Mills Ehrman? Uh, how should I know? You were holding him when we hit the dirt. I just pick one up, we come back in here. They, they sure do look alike. Listen, you stupid dope. You got to mixed up the packages. But boss, what would a chopper going? I I just didn't notice. Oh, I ought to give you such a hit. What are we going to do now? You got me, boy. I guess they weigh about the same. So we cannot tell that way. Boss, maybe we should have put different colored ribbons on them. Uh, so as we could tell. Yeah, now, now you're getting smart. Now, now he thinks of it. Oh, come on, Going back up to Artie's? Yeah, he'll open them up, find them on with the bomb, and then we'll wrap them up again. Oh, sure, Rick. Sure. That's Benny. You know, I should have rubbed him out a long time ago. You know, boss, I sure wish I could be there and see his face when he opens up the bomb. Yeah. You know, it's too bad he will not get time to read the card as to who it is from. Artie, open up. It's Rick. You got us some trouble? Yeah, we had some trouble. Benny and some of his boys as we was walking out. They missed. Well, we ain't gonna. Jerky here got the packages mixed up, though. You gotta open up and see which is which. Hmm? Well, come on, come on. We're over on the roof. So open it up so it don't blow up. You can't. What do you mean you can't? What are you nuts? How am I gonna know which one you send that rat? Mm-hmm. Boss. Boss, maybe we could have thrown a bomb in the river. Then it would be okay. Oh, sure. Oh, boy, what a schnook. We throw the airman in the river, too. What? You know which is the bomb? Uh, I forgot that. On account of you, I'm going to be out two Gs. And you know what? It comes out of your cut on the next job we do. We got to send both boxes to Benny now. Boss, maybe the airman won't blow up when he does, and then we can take it back from his tomato after he is buried. (sighs) Swifty, do me a favor. Stop making me feel so good before I kick your brains in. Now, look, you take them boxes back to the store, get them sent out right away, you hear? I don't want no innocent people hurt when it goes off. 
You just leave it to me, boss. Oh, good go. Uh, what'd he say? He says you really got a heart, boss. Oh. And don't either of you say nothing about the arm in the mill, see, or I'll have to get her another one. Oh, I won't say nothing. Me neither, me neither. Okay, Swifty, now get going. I'll see you both back at my place. Is that you, honey, baby? Yeah. Oh, me and Nono's was having a game with you, and I couldn't wait for you to get back. Gee, I love you. Did you get it? What? The Iman. No. Go make me a drink. Oh, baby lamb. You didn't really? Oh, you're kidding. You're going to make it a surprise. It ain't going to be no surprise on account of I didn't get it. Now go make me a drink. Hey, no nose. Yeah, boss. Gee, I bought you a pretty... Oh, well, you're sure going to look like something in it. Oh, wait till you see. Okay, okay. Guess what I got you, guess. Look, I don't feel like no games. It's been a tough day. I'm tired. Do me a favor, make me a drink, then go to a movie or something, will you? Gee. Yeah, Rick? Where was I? Oh, 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 yeah. Look, uh, you better call the rest of the boys and tell them that Benny's our gunner for us. Tell them to stay hit out until they hear from me, see, and I don't want no trouble with the D.A., He's up for re-election. You got Benny's presence and off okay, huh? Yeah. Boy, when he croaks, he'll die laughing if he opens the other box first. The other box? Yeah, I'll tell you about it when Mill's gone out. Oh. Yeah? Boss, this is Swifty. Yeah? You've got nothing to worry about. Everything is taken care of. The stuff goes off the first thing in the morning. Okay, come on back. Sure, Rick. I just thought that you should like to know. So long. <laughs> Artie, what do you call these? Well, like what? I asked for three-minute boil. These ain't even born yet. Well, cook a huh? Look, ain't you never going to learn how to boil an egg? I'll fix you some more. I ain't hungry. Forget it. Artie, what time is it? Look, huh? No, it ain't, Artie. It's 1.30, boss. Benny should have got the bomb by now. Of course, you want I should call him and, and, and kind of ask after his help? No, no, no. If he ain't got it yet, he might get suspicious. Oh, boy, it's waiting. You know, it's making a nervous wretch out of me. Just take it easy. It'll go off. If you don't want eggs, honey, how about some nice hot coffee, lover? Okay, okay. You'll feel better when, when you see what I've got for you. They're sending it today. Yeah, okay. Should I open a boss? Yeah, I'll cover you. Oh, you're so nervous all of a sudden this morning, honey. All right, all right, I'm nervous. So who is it? No nose. I'll let him in. Hey, what do you say, boss? What's in the package? Hmm? Oh, this? Well, it just come up for you from Hallgram's. Elevator was bringing it up. Oh, now, don't you spoil it, honey lamb. That's my present to you. You can take the wrapping paper off, but you can't open the box. We got to put it under the tree when we get the tree. Hey, boss. Huh? That box looks awful familiar. Yeah. Mill. You sure you bought this yesterday? Sure, I'm sure. Looks just like the ones we sent to Benny, don't it? Same size, same ribbon, same everything. It 
kind of makes you wonder. Don't be silly. They got millions of boxes like this. Oh, it happens there's something very special in there for my sweetie lamb. What's in it? Go ahead and open it. Go ahead. No, no, I'll wait. I ain't like Benny. I can wait. Oh, honey, you open it. It's okay. I'll get you something else to open on Christmas. Oh, sure. Why not, boss? You need something to make you feel good. I feel good now. I don't want to feel no better. Oh, and I thought you'd like it so much, you'd go with me and maybe buy a chinchilla they got on sale at Hargrim's. It's only 1500 just what you wanted to pay for the ointment. I like chinchilla. Come on, boss, open it up. Open it, open it, open it. All right, all right, I'll open it. Hey, Swifty, go get it. Sure, boy. Oh, I can't wait for the lid to come off. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, well, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Boss? Uh, it's that uh, guy at the store, Hogram. Oh, Minchie? Uh, yeah. You want me to open it for you, honey? No. Yeah. Uh, Mr. McQueen? Yeah. Uh, this is Mr. Minchie in the fur department at Halgram's. So? Uh, Mr. McQueen, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, but I, I think there's been a mistake. What, what kind of mistake? What do you mean? A, a little confusion, but I'm sure it can be easily rectified. Your wife bought something for you yesterday, which was to be delivered this morning. Yeah, yeah, it's already come. Uh, yes, well, <laughs> there seems to have been an error made in the shipping department, a matter of mislaid address slips. Now, I wonder if you'd mind opening the package which you just received... Or perhaps since it's a Christmas parcel and a surprise for you, no doubt, your wife would rather do it. Well, why? What's wrong with it? Well, uh, you see, those two boxes which your uh, your man uh, uh, brought in yesterday afternoon haven't gone out yet. They were to be sent to Mr. Benjamin Mollusk, I believe it is. Yeah? I think the gift which you have is one of those and, uh, <laughs> well, yours is his. That is, if you follow me. Now, if you'd open it, I'm sure... Boss, there's something wrong? Hey, you're pale. You sick? What's the time? Well, it's a uh, quarter to two. Ain't you gonna open your present? Don't nobody touch that box. It's loaded. The bomb? Yeah, the bomb. Well, of course, it could have been this... You shut up, a... Swifty. I got enough trouble without her hearing that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I get you. Are right. you talking about me? Oh, you get that thing out of here. Get it down to the store. They gotta send a special messenger. Let him send all three boxes to that punk, Benny. Well, what do I care? Maybe I should send him a Cadillac to go with it. Y you know what I think? I, I think it'd be cheaper to kill myself. What's the time? Ten of four, baby. Where's that Swifty? Don't worry, he'll be here. Maybe Benny got him. Yeah, maybe I should have sent you and Artie with him. Get it, Artie. No nose a meal cover you. Me? It's me, Artie Swifty. Open up. Boss! I have got it all straightened out. Everything is okay. Boy, some dope's those guys down at the store. What's that? This? Oh, this is your present that Mill got for you. I told you they have got it all straightened out okay now. You know how it is. Christmas rush, everybody's mashuga, you know? 
So now they have found the right slips, wrapped up the boxes again, and Benny's presents have been delivered right now, and this one, this is yours. You're sure this time, are you sure? Boss, would I make a lie out of myself? This box you can open, I guarantee it. Yeah, because you might not like the color I got you. So I wish you would open it. And if it ain't right, we can take it back this afternoon and you can change it and maybe take a look at chinchillas I was telling you about. Yeah, this time I'm going to wait. When Benny blows up, I open it. What's the time? That's uh, two minutes to four. You sure? Is your watch right? Well, boss, I just call a tomato on the telephone and it gives you the time. Honey, Pot, you're too nervous. This ain't like you. Here, I'll open it for you. Uh, Mill, you quit that. Oh, boss. Oh, sure, take it easy, boss. You're all rot. Oh, I bet you're just going to love it. I just bet. It's about Benny. He opened it. What do you bet? Blam, right through the wall. Yeah? Rick, this is Machine Gun Benny. Benny. Listen, pal, I feel like a dirty rat. That's what I feel like, a dirty rat. When I think what I tried to do to you yesterday, and all the time you was making never minds with the presents, which I and my girl are right now wearing, I tell you, I could eat mud. Yeah. She says she never seen such a oiman. And the robe, oh, it's the greatest. Oh, pal, I am a heel. But, but, but it ain't too late to change. Hey, what do you say we bury the hatchet, eh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll split with you and them furs I hijacked from you. And we're, we're partners, you and me. Run the town together. What do you say, eh? Yeah. All right. So, you and Mill and your boys come on over and partake of some Xmas cheer. You hear me, boy? You're a great guy, Rick. The greatest. So long, pal. Merry Xmas. So long. Benny, huh? Yeah. This one's the bomb? Yeah. Too bad. What's the time? It's three minutes after four. Three after... Artie, the time has come and gone. How come it didn't go off? What do you say? He says he did not want to blow nobody up so near to Christmas. Then what's in the box? I'll go show him. Huh? He's going to show it. Jack Crucian starred in tonight's presentation of A Present for Benny. Next week, a charming fantasy about a small boy who discovered a new world and lived forever after in its enchantment. We call it The Cave. That's next week on Suspense.
Suspense is produced and directed by Anthony Ellis, who also wrote tonight's script. The music was composed by Rene Garrigan and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Featured in the cast were Stacey Harris, Eve McVeigh, Benny Rubin, Junius Matthews, and Joseph Kearns. Time's growing short for the youngsters to write to Bing Crosby. The deadline for postmark letters is Thursday, December 15th, midnight. All your youngster has to do is write a letter to Bing telling what Christmas means to me. Then mail it to Bing Crosby, CBS Radio, Hollywood 28, California. The winner will read his letter in person when America Sings with Bing Christmas Eve on CBS Radio. All youngsters 12 years of age and under are eligible. That address once again, Bing Crosby, CBS Radio, Hollywood 28, California. Be sure the young letter writer puts his name and address on the letter. Stay tuned now for five minutes of CBS Radio News to be followed on most of these same stations by The Jack Carson Show. Thrill to Gunsmoke every Saturday and Sunday on the CBS Radio Network. I believe that was Roy Rowan doing the announcing at the end. You know, he's talking about that uh, Christmas sing with Bing and, you know, write a letter to Bing. But earlier, the announcer throughout the show and the person that gave the um, credits was Larry Thor. And Larry Thor was the star of Broadway Is My Beat, which we played just uh, two shows ago. Larry Thor was not only an actor, you know, and starred in his own shows, but he did a lot of announcing at a very interesting voice, as did Roy Rowan there at the end of Suspense. December 13th, 1955, A Present for Benny, starring Jack Crucian. Time for Sarah Knight Adamson and her backstage pass. Hi, Carl, and hello to all of our listeners. Tonight, I'm going to review the film The Bike Riders. It's rated R, and it stars Austin Butler, Jodie Comer, Tom Hardy, and Michael Shannon. I'll also review Bradley Cooper's excellent film, Maestro, that co-stars Carrie Mulligan. It's based on Leonard Bernstein's life of a music conductor and composer. The Bike Riders is a drama. It's about a fictional motorcycle gang in the 1960s. In all places, yeah, the Chicago suburbs. It was the golden age of bike riders. I never felt so out of place in all my life. That's when I saw him for the first time. It took my breath away. I'm Benny. The director of Bike Riders is Jeff Nichols. The film provides an eye-opening look at the wild life of living on the edge with outstanding performances by all. I attended the Maestro screening in Hollywood and also met Bradley Cooper and Carrie Mulligan. It's the story based on the love story between he, Leonard Bernstein, and his wife, Felicia. He can be the first great American conductor. There's a price for being in my brother's orbit, you know that. I enjoyed both movies immensely, especially Maestro. The concert scenes filmed in London at the Ely Cathedral are fantastic to view. I highly recommend seeing this movie in theaters. Thanks so much for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight Adamson. 
your national film and TV critic for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Be sure to check out Bike Riders and Maestro playing in theaters now. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, Otto Kruger hosts a Christmas episode of Family Theater from 1949. But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for Learning the Lyrics. That's right. We're on the letter W. W. I had to skip V. It just wasn't what? working for me. I couldn't come up with any good songs. Ah. So anything you can think of that starts with the letter W. W. Hmm. Wanna hold my hand? No. I wanna That's hold your hand. That's just called hold my hand. No, no, All right, we'll be right back. Close, though. Well, hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. 